Welcome to Smashing the Plateau. We help you get unstuck so you can do what you love and get paid what you're worth consistently. I'm your host, David Schreiner Khan, and today's episode is sponsored by SiteHub. Guilt is a big issue. We're constantly telling ourselves that we should be doing something else or be someplace else. Today on episode 482 of Smashing the Plateau, I'm here with parenting expert Atara Malach. I'm going to ask Atara how to turn guilt and overwhelm into successful management of your home and your business and much more. Find out more about Atara along with all of our previous episodes at smashingtheplateau.com. Now, before we jump into this incredibly important topic with Atara, I want to tell you a little bit about how you can stand out from your competition. It's a noisy world out there. Your business is unique. And you want someone on your team who can really help you smash through the digital chaos and get noticed by your ideal customers. With the capabilities to meet all of your marketing needs, SiteHub can make your unique vision come to life. And for my listeners, SiteHub is offering several free marketing tools to help you grow. You can get your free copy at smashingtheplateau.com slash SiteHub. That's smashingtheplateau.com slash SiteHub. Remember, when you support our sponsors, you help us bring Smashing the Plateau to you for free. Now let's welcome Atara Malach. Atara is a renowned parenting expert, therapist, and author. Blending professional expertise with her real-life experience as a working mom raising her six children, she has developed a proven parenting system to provide working moms with the skills and confidence they need to succeed both at home and at work. Atara is a speaker and author of the new book, A Working Mother's GPS, A Guide to Parenting Success for the Modern Working Mom. Atara, welcome to the show. So glad to be here, David. I'm glad to have you on. So um, I know from personal experience, being a working parent is hard and, and being an entrepreneur is hard. And in spite of the fact that in most families today, when there are two parents, both are working outside the home, I personally think women have an unfair share of the responsibility, uh, which I can't believe is going on in 2019. So I'm already starting off with a little bit of my own politics. But how do you make it all work? Oh, how I make it all work is by trying to focus on what I can do as opposed to what I can't, because the first, uh, I would say, 10 years of me being a working mom were really years of struggle, disappointment, frustration, and I'm not embarrassed to share with you, David, resentment. I tried so hard making everybody around me happy. My clients, my children, my community, uh, I was way down on the bottom of the list. And I bought in to the myth of work-life balance and a super mom. And I thought that I should be able to have it all. And all I kept doing was getting more exhausted <laughs> and more burnt out. And then I made a change, a tremendous transformation in my life. But the change and the transformation is what I share in my book and in my programs. But I'm being honest by telling you that that came as a result of desperation and exhaustion. Yeah, Tara, I can't tell you how relieved I am to hear that you have declared that work-life balance is a myth, because I also believe it's a myth. 
You know, um, I think it's also a dangerous myth because it's very politically correct. And on paper, it sounds perfect. But the truth is, if we don't show up 100% wherever we are, if at work you're not totally involved in your clients or smashing the plateau to get your business somewhere where it needs to be or where you dream of it, you know, where you aspire it to be. And if at home, when you're with your children, you're not really present and connecting, you will feel torn no matter where you are. And that is depleting. That really empties our batteries. And there really isn't a balance. I would say it's work, life, uh, mindfulness or priority or call it whatever you want to call it. Because if we learn to be fully where we are, then when you're home, you're at home and you can just sit on the couch and snuggle with the kids and just listen or just watch the baby sleep or listen to them play or or bake oatmeal cookies. And if you're at work, you can be in the boardroom or, you know, with your clients or creating a new project. But if we are trying to live the dream, the myth of work-life balance, we end up being torn no matter where we are, because when we're at home, we're thinking about what we should actually be accomplishing for work, if not at work. And when we're at work, we're feeling so guilty that we're not home with our children. To me, that's an invitation to disaster. Yes, it certainly certainly sounds like it. As I said, I, I'm a parent. Uh, my kids are grown up now, but I can certainly relate to this, having gone through it. So how do you do that? How do you actually be present when there's so much stuff going on in your life? Okay, so because everything I tried did not work, <laughs> all the parenting books or methods made me feel actually worse. I just became more educated on what I was doing wrong or what I was neglecting. I decided to create a method. I call it GPS, which stands for Guide to Parenting Success. And because my focus is on working parents, on working moms, I created a method that is equally as effective at work as it is at home. So what I did is, it's based on the three colors of the traffic light, just, you know, uh, a small little uh, explanation. It's green, love, go, red, authority, no, and yellow, trust, slow. Because I believe from experience and from fantastic results actually, that our relationships with our nearest and dearest really need the three components of love. Well, at work, it's I am not always love, it's positive encouragement or communication, authority and boundaries and trust. And I built this so that when I'm at work, and I am implementing those skills, I'm actually practicing to be a better mom when I get home. And when I have a long weekend at home or even, you know, hectic evenings and chaotic mornings, when I am practicing using the GPS skills, I am just getting a heads up on being a better business person. So this is amazing because instead of being torn and putting on two different hats, you know, when I go to work, I need a different hat. When I get home, I have to turn into somebody else. I actually connect and collaborate and collate between both places that we spend most of our waking hours in using the same exact skills. That's how I am able to be present wherever I am, because I'm using the same skills, doing the same things. It's just in a different environment. Now, Atara, how much does your ability to be present depend upon your ability to plan your time and plan your day versus needing to be reactive to something that somebody throws at you? You know, that's a very interesting question. I could either answer it on a business level or the way I choose to do to connect it to being a parent also. 
We all know that life happens, right? And so no matter what we plan and how organized we are, there are going to be some curveballs thrown our way, which is inevitable. And by the way, it's exciting and we grow more and learn more. But what I find that this GPS method is helpful in is that it creates extra time, which I think is the, you know, it's a fantastic commodity to overworked and usually underpaid working parents. And what I mean by that is since it cuts down on unnecessary negotiation. So I'll give an example at home and at work, instead of having to negotiate, you know, every chore a child is responsible for at home or every privilege you allow a child to have at home, you cut down on the back and forth and the arguing and promising and whining. And so you have that extra seven or eight or 17 minutes to be able to spend actually enjoying your children or doing something else. And it's the same at work. Instead of having to recreate the wheel every day, there are systems in place and that frees up time for you to use in a manner that, you know, instead of working in your business, you might decide to use that extra time to work on your business. So I can't say that it has to do with only being organized and an expert at time management, which will always be, you know, fantastic, whether you're at home or at work. But what's wonderful and one of the one, you know, the great results, this was an unexpected result, David, I did not think that this is what would happen by implementing my GPS method, but I find that it frees up time. And I thought it was a personal thing, but in the groups that I have with working moms, I would say that inevitably there are two or three moms that that's the first thing they share, that they're not used to just having this extra time to be able to use as they wish. It's a luxury that we don't usually experience. Right. So if you're not specifically talking about time management, what's one example of how you end up gaining time by using a system? So as I said, my system is based on these three components. And the way we end up saving time is that there are clear expectations on both sides. So I'll give you an example first at work and then at home. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to talk about the yellow. The yellow stands for trust. And that's where we learn to assess, decide. It's like when you're, you know, traveling or you're driving a car and you see the yellow light up ahead, you have to assess and decide if you're going to stop or if you're going to speed up a little bit and make the light. And that is based on everything that you assess around you. I don't think we really realize this, but we have to look around to see if anyone's in the intersection and there's a car speeding behind us, which forces us to go through the intersection. There's so many things to take into consideration. At work, there are very many decisions. There are financial decisions, personnel decisions, even what do I do first today decisions. And one of the things that helps us is by delegating to our staff or our team or our colleagues and learning how to be independent, how to decide and how to be responsible is something fantastic. So let me give you a speed tactic because in my method, I also speak about bumps in the roads. I stick with the road analogy and speed <clears throat> tactics and speed tactics. So if you have uh, somebody coming in, a colleague or, you know, somebody on your team asking for, let's say a promotion. So instead of difficult feelings and then people stalling and not giving their best or negotiating, I use the when then method. And the when then method teaches responsibility and makes them earn that and saves time. So I would say, okay, you want this, uh, you know, new account. So when I see that for the next month, the accounts that you are taking care of are happy and everything's flowing well, then that's the when, then 
we can try giving you whatever it was they asked for and see how that works for two weeks and then regroup and reassess or recalculate. So you have the when then, the person is motivated to do their best. You're not arguing, you're not answering endless memos, you're not dealing with disgruntled uh, either colleagues or team members. And that saves you unbelievable time and you walk home energized instead of depleted by a very, you know, difficult workplace environment. Right. Which is a good management technique, whether you're managing other people or you're just managing yourself. Exactly. And when you get home, let's just use this at home, transplant this at home. So if you have a child who is arguing with you and being very upset that you they want a later bedtime, let's say it's a school night and they're supposed to go to sleep at 730 and they want an eight o'clock bedtime. I cannot begin to tell you how a disgruntled child can really throw a wrench in the whole family atmosphere and you end up ignoring, you end up explaining and then you end up exploding. And at the end, you end up feeling guilty and hating yourself for doing that. You know, I have so few hours with my kids at home. Why am I being sarcastic and screaming? But when you use the when then method that you just practice that work, like in our previous example, you could say, sure, honey, when I see that you get up for the next two weeks without me having to remind you more than once or, you know, when your alarm clock rings and that you're not tired in the morning and you get all your, you know, your school bag ready, then when then we can push your bedtime off to either 745 or eight o'clock and see what happens. So you see that it took a minute, a minute. What do you say to that? And when you implemented this in your own life, what kinds of results did you see with your work, with your kids, et cetera? So I'll tell you, I used to be, you know, the very uptight type A, um, I still am, um, personality <laughs> mom who wanted everything perfect and need, you know, had very high expectations. So when I started, when I created my method and I started implementing it, my children were very suspicious. They were like, huh? This sounds too good to be true. Or, oh, she wants, she's being nice because she really wants something where she's going to tell us she's going away for a two week business trip. Okay. You, you have smart kids. <laughs> they were, <laughs> they were suspicious. Actually, my greatest results were first at work because those were people who did not live with me 24 seven. And they just thought I was having a good day or being super, you know, attentive. So it worked well there. And I practiced it at work. And when I was consistent and serious at home and my children saw that the other shoe did not drop, I did not, you know, uh, ring them into doing something they didn't want to do. And I wasn't abandoning them. They actually began to enjoy it. And the cutest part is this was something that really made me feel great when they had play dates and their friends came after a few months. I heard them use the same kind of terminology like they would say, well, when we put all these toys away, then I can ask my mom if we could have a snack. And I was like, I don't believe this. It's really working. So, Atara, so is this when you knew that you had to start teaching other people how to use these techniques? The truth is that is where I wanted consistent revenue <laughs> um, because people saw, you know, when I went to the park or took them someplace or even to the doctor's office, I can't begin to tell you what happens in a doctor's waiting room, pediatrician's waiting room. And when people started noticing that I felt empowered and, and I was clear about what I expected of my children and they were cooperative and loving, they wanted that too. And at first I used to, you know, answer endless phone calls. And then I decided to write a curriculum and that graduated into having groups, which was one way I found that was also a time saver and also generated consistent income because instead of working one-on-one, -on -one, 
This way I was able to have 20 moms in a group for just two hours a week. And that was amazing. And then it went from word of mouth to other friends, which was, I didn't even have to invest in advertising because the happy, successful moms and the cooperative children were my best advertisement. I think results are always the best convincers. Yeah, that's that's for sure. Okay, so now I got to ask you, what happens with working dads? I hear that a lot. And I wanted to, you know, you said, how is it that we know at this day and age, uh, moms have an unfair share? You know what I've noticed? That in the past decade, there are many more dads that are either stay-at-home dads or working dads that take a much more intense part and in their children's even technical upbringing. It's not just the dad that comes home at dinner and before you bring him his slippers, you jump on him and, you know, rough tumble and that's it. They do carpool in the afternoons. They take children to doctors. And as I said, some of them are stay at home dads where their wives are creating a career and a business for the family. But what I say to dads is the same thing. And here I apologize. Everything in the book that says a working mom, if you are a working dad, if you want a system that will serve you at home and enhance your business relationships, this is for you too. It is not gender specific. So I may be in the next edition. <laughs> I should say working parents. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm really glad to hear this. So Atara, as you started now to build this as a business, what have you found works really well, particularly when your business is being built based on results that people are experiencing? I'll tell you, freedom. And I'll tell you what that means. What's really, really taking off now and exciting for me are my online parenting programs. And what I mean by freedom is even when I created and ran my groups, a mom had to leave her home, leave her children, drive, get there, find parking. I don't know where you are, but by me, <laughs> parking is difficult and sit there. And that means she couldn't be at home with her children or if she needed to be, you know, business or something personal or social. Working moms don't have time. And sometimes at two in the morning when they're up with a cranky child or a sick child, that's a time that they want to do something that's interesting if they're up anyway and it's educational and helpful. So the online programs give them freedom because I give lifetime access to anybody that joins and they know that not only can they do this, you know, on their phone, when they travel, when they have a free hour or a long weekend, but when their children grow and they grow. And now there are different parents because I find, David, that the way I parented my younger children was very different. I was a very different mother than I was to my oldest children and my older ones. So they can revisit the skills and revisit the videos and see things from a more mature or wiser perspective. And um, that's, that is what is happening now. Yeah. So I think you're pointing to something that's actually really important, Atar, which is if you have the kind of business where you're providing a solution where you're guiding other people or you're teaching other people on how to do something, then using a, a methodology that they will be most comfortable receiving the information in is really important. Yes, it, I agree with you. It's not only most comfortable, then in control of it. Not only that, but as I said, it's sort of a two for one because whatever they do, they can apply it at work. So, you know, if they're at work watching this and doing it, they can feel comfortable. If they're at home, they can feel comfortable because guilt is a big issue. We're constantly telling ourselves that we should be doing something else or be someplace else. And this gives you a feeling that no matter where you are, 
you're just enhancing the relationship that you're investing in right now. So yes, they are comfortable receiving the information. They're also in control on when and how and where to receive it and implement it. Right. So how did you figure out what was the best methodology to be able to serve your audience? Actually, I have to thank my audience for that because this was a response and a reaction. You spoke about being uh, reactive. You know, in your previous podcast, you discussed the difference between seeing something as a problem or an opportunity. There was a problem. What can I do if I can't join? What can I do if I can't get out Tuesdays at eight? That was a problem. I turned it into an opportunity saying, if I can't deliver to the moms here and and how can I go globally if it's just people who can be in my vicinity who can hear me, then I turned that, which was a problem, into an opportunity for myself and for any working mom all over the world. Yeah. So at this point, what methodologies do you currently use to be able to deliver your solutions to your clients? Well, I love choice. And I suppose that most other people do too. It's part of the age of freedom. So it goes anywhere from somebody being able to read my book, which they can have on Kindle or, you know, just buy or an audio book to joining a group for those. And this is on the phone. So it doesn't matter where they are in the world. They can have the camaraderie. And, you know, it's sometimes interesting to hear things other moms just like you or just not like you bring up. And then they have the online program where that's self-study and they can do it whenever, however, whatever convenient hours and times and place they want. And then, of course, for those that want to invest more, there's personal coaching where with me where we create a parenting roadmap and a career roadmap that is totally unique to whatever this working parent is dealing with. So we take all the skills and all the expertise and create something doable and successful for their particular family situation, because I'm sure you know that today's families are very much in flux. Oh, yes. There are single moms, there are blended families, there are all kinds of families. And, you know, not always is the generic one size fits all something that's going to be helpful. Yeah. Tar, whom do you know personally who has done a really remarkable job of smashing the plateau? You know, I was thinking about that, and um, I would say that somebody by the name of Melinda Cohen, who created the Coaches Council, there are very many people who coach and also speak and also want to share their programs, and she created a platform that answers all the needs, you know, running the gamut from being able to market online products to being able to have a private website for each client where they can contact you and keep, you know, instead of emails flying all over the place. And I was so impressed that somebody took a life experience and frustrations because that's more or less what I did on, you know, in a different angle and created something that took off. And and in a way, she's very much a role model for me. Sounds great. And what's coming up for you? What are you, what are your plans for the future? So what I'm working on right now is I created an online program that is specifically geared to the workplace. I use the same GPS skills, but geared to the workplace. And I want to market this to workplaces where first I'm doing moms. So where there are nurses and teachers, a predominance of working mothers, because the research shows that any worker, definitely working moms that are stressed out they negatively impact workplace performance. We know that a million people a day miss work in America uh, due to stress. And over 80% of that is due to family related stress. So this is a win-win situation for the workplace 
and for the families. And that's what I'm putting my energies into now. Sounds great. And if somebody wants to go deeper with anything you share today or learn more or access any resources that you have, where would they go? Well, uh, my website is themommyguiltexpert.com or ataramalach.com. I actually prepared a, a special gift for your audience and they can get it at a special podcastbonus.com, www.specialpodcastbonus.com. And on my website, there are two free gifts in addition. One of them is called The One Minute Mother, because no matter how busy we are, we have 60 seconds and they have a one pager where we can create wonderful, loving bonds with our children step-by-step. And they can also download a sneak peek of more than 60 pages of my new book just to see how they feel and if they like the, you know, the method before they invest anything. So again, the mommy guilt expert and special podcasts bonus. Tara, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to join us today on Smashing the Plateau. It's been a great discussion about something that's really challenging for Lots and lots of parents. So thank you so much. My guest today has been parenting expert Atara Malach. Thank you again, Atara, for joining us. Take care. When you visit the Smashing the Plateau website at smashingtheplateau.com, you'll find a summary of each episode along with the links we mention on the show. Do you want to do a better job of smashing through the digital chaos and getting noticed by your ideal customers? I want to tell you a little bit about how you can stand out from your competition. It's a noisy world out there. Your business is unique and you want someone on your team who can really help you smash through the digital chaos and get noticed by your ideal customers. With the capabilities to meet all of your marketing needs, SiteHub can make your unique vision come to life. And for my listeners, SiteHub is offering several free marketing tools to help you grow. You can get your free copy at smashingtheplateau.com slash SiteHub. That's smashingtheplateau.com slash SiteHub. Remember, when you support our sponsors, you help us bring Smashing the Plateau to you for free. Please share this episode with friends and colleagues to help them smash the plateau. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our show. I'll see you on our next episode.